Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Kia and Nika, and you are listening to the, the Ghetto, Ghetto Podcast. Podcast. So, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? You always do that every time I say that. I really want you to tell me what's up. Oh. Like, <laughs> it don't sound like you're asking me a question. But, okay. Um, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm alive too, bro. I made it. I've been <laughs> literally killing myself for the last three weeks. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm literally tired. When's like, the last time I seen you? Probably the weekend before, girl. I'll be seeing you, but we won't be seeing each other. Like, that makes sense. Seeing me, seeing me. Like, we won't be, like, today we actually hung out a little bit. Yeah. Like, we haven't hung out, like, and just did stuff we want to do randomly in a while. Yeah, that's been about two weeks. I ain't seen you in that long. Oh, boy. Life be happening, y'all. Life. Life. Yeah. Okay, so what did you do this weekend? I really don't know what you did this weekend. I don't think I talked to you. What did I do this weekend? Oh, you went to a brunch. Why do I know that you went to a brunch and I don't really know what I did this weekend? Oh, did I? Oh, yes, I went to brunch. Oh, my God. Okay. You know what they say about people who go to brunch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> people, people probably don't say this, but I'm going to say this. Mimosas will have you thinking, like, some next level type shit, okay? <laughs> Listen, I think that about edibles. <laughs> oh. I would never again. Disclaimer, I never. <laughs> <laughs> no, but legit, like, after I left, I was legit just sitting there like, this is some bull. Like, just thinking out loud. I'm like, uh-uh. See, this is what alcohol do with orange mm-hmm. juice. But it was fun, though. It was nice to get out and mingle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I need to get out because I haven't been out in, like, three weeks. Yeah. You need it. I'm going to get out. I'm going to call the girls. Okay. Um. Obviously, I ain't do shit, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Let's get into the <laughs> so, so, today... We're just having an open conversation. We didn't write a script or have anything written down that we really want to talk about, but we wanted to talk about, well, get into a healing, like talking about healing and the healing process and really diving into what healing means to us individually. So. identifying and being real with yourself that I do need to heal that something has happened Mm -hmm. and I need to process what has happened Mm -hmm. and realize that it was something that took place because I think a lot of times like before you can be able to heal effectively you need to know what it is that you need to be healing from okay that's when I think about it in that right right right. because if you're not able to identify what puts you in the position Mm-hmm. To be mentally or emotionally or physically in distress, mm-hmm. you won't be able to take that step towards recovery. Yeah, because it's like, how am I going to fix an issue when I didn't even know there was an right. issue, or I don't want to accept that there is an right. issue? I feel like they, like when you're healing, you know there's something. When you're before you start healing, you know there's something wrong with you. And you know that you need to make some type of change to mm-hmm. improve something in your life, and you're just not ready to accept what happened or deal with what it was. And 
I feel like sometimes we do that thinking that we, if we just forget about stuff, mm-hmm. that we it'll be okay. Everything will be okay. If we just keep doing what we're doing in our daily lives, that right. things will be fine. And yeah. I think the first step is just, before even accepting, is understanding mm-hmm. that something did happen. This did affect me. Right. I am hurt. Or, or whatever it is. Right. I agree. And I, when you said it, I thought about... You, you mentioned, I think jokingly either, um, mm-hmm. about the 12-step program of people mm-hmm. who are um, going through recovery. But I even thought about people who are healing from grief, grief mm-hmm. and loss. They do have steps that you have to, quote-unquote, that you have to go through. There's not a specific time frame on how long one lasts in a specific step. But mm-hmm. there are things that in the first of it is verbalizing like, hey, yeah, something's going on or has occurred and it's fucking with me right you know what i'm saying so then you can say okay i do need to heal but you know it may be different for everybody else right so basically like even if the first step like that whole understanding Mm -hmm. you're still in shock of the situation you're still trying to process it Mm -hmm. and sometimes when we're trying to process things we tend to not want to do that our processing is like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And I feel like I've been there. I've been in positions where my processing was, I'm just going to ignore the situation. And what happened is when other things happen on top of that, mm-hmm. it just boils up. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Something would trigger me and I remember it. It's like, damn, how did I forget that? Yeah. How could I forget that this thing hurt me to this point where now it became a trigger? And it's not even about forgetting it's the fact that you've suppressed that, mm-hmm. placed it in the subconscious. It's mm-hmm. like, it's no longer here, so it's no longer a factor. It's right. nothing that I need to pay attention to when, quite frankly, you should have been paying attention because right. here you go. Now it's like you're unpacking things without those tools, without those skills needed to manage whatever the hell you just decided to open with this Pandora's box right. for most people. So let's get into that. I like how you said skills mm-hmm. to unpacking. Okay. Let's talk about the black community. We you know tend to talk about the black community. We have I would to. just like to say, although this podcast might not be, it's not publicly for just only, it's for everybody. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when we do talk about healing, most of the time it because, is within our community. Right. Yeah. And I feel like we need to address it in our community because this is why people go do therapy. <laughs> Simple and plain. Why people like to see therapists. We need to see a therapist. We need to have a counselor. They. Mm-hmm like those things they utilize those things to fix situations in their their life that they know that they can't handle themselves yeah they accept that black communities do not accept that so i feel like when we talk about stuff in this podcast it's called the ghetto podcast for the reason mm-hmm. we're trying to empower our community we're trying to break the stigma behind things and basically advocate for people like us right so when i say like okay Let's talk about it on the black level. Damn, I forgot what I was talking about now because we went to... My bad. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I lost my kind of thought, but um, I was saying the skills and yep. unpacking. We're not taught to do that. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's, think about how many situations, and it's crazy. I'm, I'm going to go there, though. Whew, it's, it's been situations, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, 8 out of 10, every black family has had a, a situation where a family member may have molested someone in their family. Mm-hmm. And what we do is... We don't talk about don't it. Talk about it. It's not recorded. Or what happens in this house stays in this stays house. Stays in this house. Mm-hmm. Or 
somebody may have talked to the family member who did it, but that's mm-hmm. all they got was a talking to, right. and that was it. You still have to deal with seeing this person every day, mm-hmm. or at family functions, yep. or around you. And who? What do you have to do? I just Suppress told you that it. I didn't want to do none of this stuff. <laughs> this is like my five days out of the week, girl. But yeah, th- that is exactly what happened. We are taught within this community that things that cause hurt, that cause pain. Mm-hmm. We're taught not to deal with it. So we don't necessarily learn how to heal, even from when we're in childhood, mm-hmm. much less when those children then grow up to be adults, they don't know how to heal, right. essentially, because they weren't taught. Right. And then when it comes to receiving things like therapy, we're taught to not tell nobody your business. Mm-hmm. Don't tell nobody was like... You know when your parent look at you like this, you better shut up. Yeah. So she just gave the eye. You know that. So look. every time that you, it's now that's a that's a thing that you remember now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time it was something that came up like this, my mom didn't want me to open my mouth, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna open my mouth. We don't yeah. need to tell anybody our business. It's just gonna cause more harm than yeah. good. And then, I think within the black community, we aren't taught that it's okay to be vulnerable and to heal means that you have to become vulnerable because now you're exposing yourself to something that caused so much pain that inflicted so much hurt that now i have to be okay to say damn okay i really do need to face it or i do need to talk about Mm -hmm. it i need to share this with somebody Mm -hmm. but we're not that is not normal for Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. i agree it's not normal for us and i feel like even sometimes when i feel like when we when we don't talk we're saving we're, we're, we're considering the feelings of other people. Like, mm-hmm. we're considering what, what we, if we say something, who it will harm. Who would it affect? Right. Sometimes and, it's like, fuck everybody else. Right. I'm sorry, to be quite frank. And I kind of like wanted to touch on, um, what's this girl I met in school? Um, bro, I did everything in school. Um, <laughs> uh, we were doing interviews to fill a position in the club I was a part of. Mm-hmm. And... Which just was like, tell us something about you that you feel like you want to share. Like, you know, just to get another girl. Mm-mm. But I said I wanted to boohoo cry. And I'm like, I can't do this at school midday. I got to go to class next. She shared um, a story of her about, about her being abused hmm. by her substance abuse um, and addict mother. And her being abused by her grandmother after she was taken from her mom and placed with her grandmother. And how... She always felt, even though all that stuff happened, that she had always had this love and adoration for her mother mm-hmm. and she, that she couldn't ignore because she knew there were days that things were okay. Mm-hmm. So her mother ended up dying from an overdose and she ended up opening a nonprofit called, uh, named after her mother. I don't want to like put any mm-hmm. extra. Yeah. So she ended up opening up a nonprofit named after her mother in honor of her to help people who has parents, you know, as mm-hmm. far as, with coping as far as who have parents, with, who abuse substances or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. So, I felt like, she told us more about her story, yeah. but it's just like, I kind of wanted to boo-hoo cry right there, hold her hand, but she said it so strongly. Mm-hmm. She was able she to just. She took back that power. Exactly. Yeah. She took back that power from that situation. And she was just able to verbalize it. Her voice wasn't shaky. It didn't affect her. She didn't dart, like her eyes didn't, mm-hmm. you know, scan the room. She literally looked at us and told us her story. So, like you said, she took back that power. Mm-hmm. I think in a healing process, we need to understand that talking about it doesn't mean that everybody knows what happened to you. Now they're looking at you for, with pity. Mm-hmm. It was a powerful thing. Like, 
that we have to consider when we do share stuff like that. Kudos to her. Whoever she is, right. if she is listening, she remembers. Right. <laughs> Good for you. Good you know, and you. I think that's so important because I can only imagine how much work she had to do mm-hmm. to even get to that point where she can be okay to but say, she, girl, this is what happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times, and I'm, I'm going to do this because that is just my background. A lot of times when we hear people, when we hear of trauma, and when I say trauma, like something that has an effect on you past the event that happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When we hear of that, it's like, dang, you're supposed to ask the question like, well, I wonder what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what took place to make you be the person you are now? That's right. you thinking with a trauma-informed kind of brain. Not necessarily like, oh, well why you can't get it together why you you know almost as in an accusatory tone and i think a lot of times when people think about healing that's all they think about is what the perception of somebody else is going to be okay so now you want me to tell my story you want me to talk about what happened to me no because then you're going to be judging me Mm -hmm. and looking at me all kind of way and oh if i don't meet this uh milestone it's because i done told you what happened like that but she did the complete opposite of that. She was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, this is what happened to me, and I'm going to tell you, but guess what? You're not going to hold it over my head mm-hmm. and keep me stagnant. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of times what hurt and pain, abuse mm-hmm. of any kind of level, that's what it does. Right. But healing, boy. It's a process that. for it's it. A, it's, and it's a journey. It won't happen overnight. I don't know. Every time I hear healing, I always think of Drake. Oh, <laughs> People are like, time heals all, but heals hurt to walk in. Mm-hmm. But I, I never really thought of, they going to be like, girl, you over-interpreting. But I never really thought about it, how he just simply said it to fit the song. I always mm-hmm. ta- thought about it in a sense, like, time heals all, but for women, like, they go through so much more to mm-hmm. heal. Yeah, because think about it. When you think of your typical woman... That is a mother, a daughter, a wife, mm-hmm. or, you know, they play a significant role to someone else. They don't have that only role of, I'm just a human being. Right. I am now unpacking my own stuff and then still having to maintain face value for everybody else. It's not easy to go through a healing process, especially if you feel as though you're going through it by yourself. Right. Woo. That's different, too. Yeah. And you know what? Personally, mm-hmm. if I if I have to heal through something, I need to go through it alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to have a whole process of processing it. Yeah, by my lonesome. I don't want to talk to anyone about it yet. I don't want to verbalize it. I don't even want to talk to myself about it because I I just want to let it like just let it let my body and mm-hmm. mind just go through what it has to go through first mm-hmm. before I even identify anything. And I think. That people should consider that. Don't don't think that when you're healing, you gotta you, you have to make it known. No, you have you to don't. instantly make it known and make it known known to you mm-hmm. and to others completely different. Because until you are able to say yes, like I said before, acknowledge that this thing happened. I need to be able to process it. You are not going to be able to get to a space where you can share it with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take time for that to even happen. Like I said, it is a journey. It's not like, oh, today I wake up and I'm like, okay, this happened to me, and by the end of this week, I'm going to be good. Right. Depending on what it is and the severity of it, how long it has been, 
since you've even remembered that oh this might have been what took place mm-hmm. like it takes us and i can say that even for me personally speaking there's been things that have happened and i'm just now and, and at this age being like oh shoot like i didn't even notice that may be quite frankly where all of this other stuff is stemming from Mm -hmm. so even if though i say to myself yes i'm aware but then there's other things that led from that and because i didn't deal with it then like you said it's like everything all at once right boom now okay now i gotta sit down so that's something that i want to tell everybody like wait a minute let me uh, let me assess Mm -hmm. the situation let me adjust and an adjustment period can take anywhere from three to six months Mm -hmm. clinically but that's just my take. Right. So we identified, well, we identified. We, <laughs> I wouldn't say identified, but I want to use uh-huh. identified again. So we identified that you need to identify yeah. the issue. Uh-huh. Ex- and then we went, we, so we need to accept it. So what's next? After we accept it, what do we do? I think now you need a game plan. You need a game plan. So uh-huh. basically, you need to understand what changes you need to make. Right. What is going to happen now? Like I said, most things are easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And I think when you get to that point where you, you, okay, like, you know something needs to happen now. You need to do something now to to help you Mm -hmm. move on. You have to consider what things you need to take out of your life. Mm -hmm. That may be a person. That may be moving. That may be revamping. I mean, it may sound simple, but, like, it could be simply just saying, I'm going to, change my clothes (laughs) like Mm -hmm. change the way that i dress because you don't know how your trauma affected different things in your life it may have been making you wear your hair a certain way making you talk a certain way making you Mm -hmm. do certain things yeah and when you identify what you need to change i think you kind of like look at your life with a fresh set of a fresh set of eyes (laughs) not even just that you look at your life like you looked at your life prior to that trauma mm-hmm. or that situation. You're looking at it from the person you used to be. And right. you're able to identify all the things that changed due to what happened to you. Mm-hmm. So then you can, like, you know, make those adjustments. So, anything else? Yeah, no, I agree. I think <clears throat> I said a fresh pair of, pair of eyes because not necessarily fresh, mm-hmm. but post-trauma mm-hmm. because trauma clouds your judgment it clouds mm-hmm. e- your decision-making skills it's a lot of things that it hinder because your brain is not functioning at its optimal level there's right. something that was not or is not supposed to be a factor so when you readjust reassess and then now you evaluate what next needs to happen you have a clearer vision of okay this is what it used to be mm-hmm. this is what i want it to be mm-hmm. so now it's like okay this is what it is currently. It wasn't like this before. How mm-hmm. do I get to the next step? Right. Okay, so we know that we need to make a change. Mm-hmm. Before we go to any next steps and, and, and final healing thing, I want to say, I want to address the fact that the, a healing process isn't perfect. Mm-mm. You may have a hiccup. You yep. may have something that triggers you. So yep. say you identified that change. You've been taking those steps to get to where you want to be. Yeah something happens that triggers you Mm. what do you do is this a personal (laughs) i mean we're talking about it but i'm thinking about my personal however you feel however you personally process how my personal journey with healing 
for me, the things that I have to find things that ground me. And when I mm-hmm. say ground me, that brings me back to where my feet feel as they're planted. I'm at a standstill. Not that I'm stuck, but I have a place where I can focus. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is either my spiritual walk with God. Mm-hmm. Um, music is always something that kind of mm-hmm. hones me, like kind of calms my, my brain. My thoughts will be going a mile a minute and I put on something that's smooth and I'll be okay. I can be able to think. Um, and for me, usually talking about mm-hmm. whatever I'm thinking about or mm-hmm. putting it out on paper that it's not all in my head mm-hmm. usually kind of gets me back on track. Mm-hmm. That works for me. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know what? Too much things is going on right now. I was I was doing good and I was getting there and I was making, I was picking up momentum and I was I was heading in the right direction and something happened and boom, I feel like I'm back at square one where I started and I don't like being at square one. And I said, you know what? I sat there, I, re- I assessed where I was, mm-hmm. what was happening before, where I want to go. And I was like, I knew what I removed, not purposefully, mm-hmm. what I removed out of my life. And I was like, I haven't been to church in so long, or I have not no. read Shanika. <laughs> my Bible. I'm going to get to that after I say this. I want to, okay, basically what, she, what she's saying and what I was going to say after she said what she said was that you need to have a space, a place that you can go back to mm-hmm. that's going to position you to move back forward. So always have somewhere that you know that if you fall, this is where you're going to return. Yeah. And it's going to help you go back on that, that that path that you were on before. Absolutely. But after she said that, that text I sent you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> when I say my eyes were open that morning, heart, eyes, mind, everything just completely open when I woke up and I sent you that message. And it's crazy because I sat there. I was like, dang, I didn't share it with my mom. I shared it with you and mm-hmm. my niece. And I read her what I sent you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you need to go to church literally literally i was like i haven't been in almost five or six weeks Mm -hmm. and i need to go and it's not saying i need to go to church just to be closer to god it's saying i need to hear someone else yeah like you know because you my church you go and you get a word like Mm -hmm. you go it's not about oh what you not doing right in the eyes of god it's about how you need to be more spiritually connected. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, even from what I said, I was like, yes, I need that connection. So I'm probably mm-hmm. going to church tomorrow. Anyways. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, I was like, I need to go. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's, it's something mm-hmm. pushing me in that direction. And I need to accept those signs mm-hmm. <laughs> and do what I need yeah. to do. But even before I told you, mm-hmm. like, we usually don't send long messages to mm-hmm. each other. And I feel like because we're so, I don't know if it's, we kind of keep that part of our lives kind of separate. Right, until we recently do. We've, we've, we're trying to merge it together. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, dang. It was just something that whole morning. I promise this was the longest ride I've ever had to work. And I legit sat in my car and I was just legit worshiping, just thinking about how it felt that at one point I had so much control. And now something happened and I'm like, I'm just, it's, I just see it slipping away. It's I feel like just, you're reading my life. I feel like it's, it's just slipping away. It is so crazy. And I need, I need to get, a, I need to go and plant my feet. I right. need to be grounded. And right. where I feel best grounded right. and ready to take on whatever the world got is when I go and I hear a word. Right. Right. So, I agree. I agree. When, me, I, that's I, when I works. connect with myself spiritually, yes. it's when I feel the most grounded. And I feel like 
like I told my mom, like I told you, I said I had an epiphany. Literally, mm-hmm. God spoke to me that morning, wow. and I like I understand when people say when God says something to you, because mm-hmm. it's like my mind just went there, mm-hmm. like literally from not that whole message, the, the last sentence. Yeah. You need my guidance. Literally, that's, that's what I felt like I heard. So it's like so crazy that I just even had that feeling, and it, it felt weird. I I literally felt like what the hell, like literally, yeah. literally <laughs> looking around like okay. And I was like, dang. And it's like all the thoughts of like what I've been doing for other people, what I've been preaching to other people, mm-hmm. and how I wasn't applying it to myself was like, what the hell? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, so I don't know. I just, I, girl, I felt it. I literally had an epiphany. I didn't know those type of things were real. But I'm a believer now. People <laughs> really do speak. Like, he, was, he speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Like, in the time. And I didn't even know that I needed to hear it. I didn't know that that's what I needed to hear. Because if you knew that you needed to hear that, you would have been, okay, like, yeah. All right, I know. I need to trust what he's telling me. But I didn't even know that's what I needed to hear. Because I was so... Even if you are thinking of human beings, I I say this to myself, even if you know you're supposed to hear something, how willing are you to be able to listen? Mm. Right. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Because there's so many times that... We may give people advice, and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, like, that's really what I should do, and what happens? You don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You you move at your own pace. Right. You move at your own pace. And I feel like even God knew at that moment, I, okay, yeah, she read, girl, go to, like, yeah. <laughs> listen to me, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've been juggling so many thoughts in my head about so many different things that... I didn't even have time to think about what I should do. I was mm-hmm. so worried about everything that's going on, timelines. Like, how can I worry about what's happening in January and I'm in September? I'm not there yet. I'm right. going to have those answers then. Damn. Stop worrying about them now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're in your healing process, stop worrying about what healing is going to look like and worry about the process and the remote, okay. the, 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 the state that you're in now. Mm-hmm. I think the last, a couple of episodes you mentioned, I, I don't know if it was a... I think it was a journey, uh, uh, not a journey, sorry y'all. I think you mentioned it was a quote that we heard when we went to um, Bonnie's. Oh, like uh, every step matters? Like, yes. Um, so it's not necessarily yes. about the, the end goal, but the journey that, that mm-hmm. holds so much weight. Just like your healing process. Right. It's not about essentially what it's going to look like. Yes, you mm-hmm. should have a vision of what you healed looks mm-hmm. like. But don't forget what happens in between, what you're going through, what your experiences are, mm-hmm. because those are the things that are going to remind you, like, yeah, I ain't trying to go back there. Or, whew. And you know what? Growing up, my mom always told me, like when I say, oh, I'm going to plan to do this. I'm going to plan to do that. This is what's going to happen, and da-da-da-da, this is going to happen. She was like, stop planning. Mm. You don't know what's, you don't have the plan for your life. God does. Yeah. So stop saying that it's okay to have a goal, but stop saying that this is what's going to happen because what you're going to do is disappoint yourself when you're not when you're when you're not where you want to be. Absolutely. But that's where God needs you to be. Absolutely, He's always on time. Right. I feel like this turned into a whole spiritual healing thing. We didn't. We didn't really need for it to be. <laughs> we but, did I mean, hey. But hey, you're gonna get what you right? get, <laughs> girl. Yeah. Amen. But, I and it's so that. sad the title of this episode is going to be y'all look like y'all heathens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but speaking of the title of the episode, I feel like sometimes you do need to come out of your element. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we're not going to say this out of. Sometimes you need to come out of your element and get and, and move yourself to be uncomfortable. And I'm going to say this out of because the title of the episode is going to be Throw That Ass in a Healing Circle. <laughs> and it's not about dancing, it's just yeah. about accepting that healing mm-hmm. process like okay you're gonna you're gonna move you're gonna yep. shake something like World you're gonna ways. make sure that you heal you're gonna get uncomfortable get yourself moving and position yourself to to be better yeah so nope trust me it won't be one linear process right it will not be and you you're going to i, I think about healing when i think of um people who track like trajectories like mm-hmm. It'll be up and then it flatline and then it probably go right. down. That's that's what I think of it as. Right. It's never gonna be one straight shot and then you're right. boom, you're here. Right. But any journey it is going to be like There's that. There's gonna be trials and tribulations yep. that you have to deal with and yep. face. And I feel like accepting those trials and tribulations, just like you had to accept the fact that you were in distress. Mm-hmm will help you with that process. Yep, absolutely. You got to remember where you are coming from in order to get where, where you, you want to go. go. Amen. <laughs> yes, girl. Mm. I feel like we said a mouthful. We did. I feel like we helped them along the process. I feel like we should let the last step be something that they determine yeah. in their own healing process. And I hope that what we said helped you understand healing. If you're feeling like you're in a position, and you know what? I'm, I want to identify that you don't have to even be healing from a traumatic situation. It can be healing from anything, healing from losing a loved one, healing from losing a job, healing from saying you're going to start a business and you and you feel like you failed. Just healing from anything, picking yourself up from anywhere you feel like you are down in your life, yep. picking yourself up from out of a corner that you feel like you backed yourself into. That can be a healing process. Yeah. Don't just think that you had to go through something traumatic no. for you to feel like you healing is not for you healing right. is for anybody for any, in any disposition exactly i agree completely agree and i think anything that we do talk about on this podcast and that has steps for you to get there it's always going to be subjective mm-hmm. kia's story might not be the same way that i experienced something mm-hmm. and her way about going about her healing process is definitely not going to be the same way as mine so mm-hmm. You guys that are experiencing whatever it is that you may be experiencing that Mm -hmm. you feel that you do need to heal from, remember that it is always subjective towards you. You have to do what works best for you. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted to share some of our tips with y'all. Right. So we were going to get into our, like, basic shenanigans with the episode, but given the time and how long we had to really get into this, we're just going to end the show on a positive note. On a positive note. Do you have do you have a quote or a, a takeaway? It could be a quote or a takeaway. My takeaway. My takeaway is the journey may be long, but as long as you know that at the end of the day you're worth it, you'll get there. Mm. Yeah. I feel like I want to say. In the journey, don't focus on the things that aren't, that you don't have power over. Focus on the things that you can change. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the things that you have no control over. Okay. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Ghetto, Ghetto Podcast. Podcast. Bye. Bye.